Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Everyone, hello. We're an episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. It Hype. is the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host David Bell, and I'm guest Starlene Hodge. You do Hi, that Star. so well. You're the only person who's mastered that. I think you're a pro. <laughs> I always pro. feel like slightly self-conscious because when I listen to the, their episodes, I'm like, no one introduces themselves, but I feel wrong for we're, not doing it so right no it's, it's what we expect we th- we throw our guests to the wolves we never coach them before <laughs> right so just... but you know the wolves you're an old hand at the wolves so yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh how are you i'm great everything's pretty good uh he, minus that heat wave that just went away but that's gone so it's, all it's gone. Never, never to, to return. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Never again. It will never get 100 degrees ne- in, in or- Los Angeles ever again. It will never mm. again darken our doorstep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Movies. Did you guys see? Uh, sorry, this just happened. Twitter is starting to push uh, Kiki Palmer playing um, Rogue in X-Men. Oh. Uh, oh, and I'm like, yeah. oh hell yeah! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just re- we just rewatched Nope last night. Um, yeah, yes. I just Perfect rewatched casting. Nope as well. Yeah. Like, She's so fucking good. I'm just sitting with that thought of just like, yes, everything it clicks, about it. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I want mm. it now. I know they're not even making an X Men, as far as I know, though. I right? mean, I'm sure those wheels are turning, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, they better be. I still just want X-Men to be not in the main MCU ever because I feel like they would dilute each other. Like, Yeah, mm-hmm. it's too right, much. They have to introduce the idea of they, mutants somehow. They already can't or won't get the Spider-Man universe to be in the same. So it's like already right. like so convoluted. So yeah, just make X-Men I, their own thing. Who cares? Yeah, just make them their own thing. You could have, you have multiverse there. So like they could pop in every once in a while to have like a combo, but yeah. just don't put them in the main MCU. Cause like, yeah, like, ugh, like it's just the metaphor, what the X-Men are doesn't work when you have super soldiers and like, every other character that has powers hanging around and they're fine, you know? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's no, freaking out agree. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to read. Just make, just give us X-Men. Don't, yeah. yeah. Don't try to think about it. like that. Yeah. That's the point of the alternate dimensions. So we don't have to. Exactly. And then also I saw a push for, um, 
God, I don't know his name. The actor who played Gus from Breaking Bad to play Professor X. Giancarlo And that's Pizzuto. another one. Oh. Yeah, that's another one where it's like, oh, shit. He would like, honestly, I, I've he would be awesome as either Charles or Magneto. Yeah. Oh, my God. He'd be better as Magneto. He'd be, he'd be fucking as sweet Magneto. as Magneto. Yeah. And I don't want I know Fuck. I'm saying that just because he usually plays bad guys, but he's so good at it. <laughs> Yeah, so. that's the thing. Is it's just mm. you yeah. need to have the ability to be scary but charming at the same time. And yeah, totally then... in control. That's like what he always exudes of metal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, throw him in there. He's already getting Star Wars money, so like I'm sure he's just like, oh yeah, Marvel, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Oh, he's great in, in the Star War. I forgot he's in the Star. Yeah, War. So, did, Star so did I. <laughs> yeah, he said something. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Uh, Dave, we should probably start the show. You want to name some producers? All right. <clears throat> oh, shit. I just realized. Sorry, Driftless. I think you wanted your name changed, but we'll do it next week because I forgot. Uh, big thanks to Driftless, Prince of Darkness. Hail Satan. Um, <laughs> hail, hail Satan. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you to uh, Hombre. Hombre. Thank you. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handful. Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you so much. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Sure does. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you so much. Thank you to Dracula the Bus Driving Vampire. Toot toot. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Mm-hmm. Thank you to David Knife, Knife Boot. Boot Henson. Thank you. All right. Let me jump in here. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a Podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Zex Marquis, the lightning baron. The lighting Thank baron. You. I'm sorry. And uh, you want to say lightning because... I did, you know. yeah. I wanted to call him the lightning thief, but that's not right. That's a Percy Jackson yeah. movie. Spoilers. Mm. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome, Barbara's Great, and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numino, Ultra Microscopic, Silico Volcano, Coniosis, Anti-Disestablishmentarianism, Jones. Thank you. Fuck. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Thank you. Thank you to these seven Bs. Yep. And thank you to Breezy yep. Ruizy. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So we got a whole just shotgun blast, uh, uh, just drenched, nonsense. drenched head to toe <laughs> with Disney trailers. Yeah, we have nonsense trailers. I, I actually cut out the one dramatic trailer I had on this list because I was like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. It's why, uh, why bother? Yeah. Uh, so we're starting with... Uh, Secret Invasion. This is... Okay. Um, I have fallen way behind on the Marvel shows. I haven't watched one since Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, oh. But this this looks pretty good in like a... Wait, is this a show? Yes. Oh, oh I thought it was a movie. I think yeah. this is a show. No, I, it's a show. Mm-hmm. I'd almost rather it be a movie, but I will accept it either way because this is some... This is some cool spy shit. Yeah, okay. I like this, this and I like love, 60s spy I movie love shit. Yes, the cast. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm actually was, more excited now knowing that this is a show and not a movie. I thought it was a movie and I was going to be like, how the heck is the average like Marvel person going to understand right. this movie? But it still looked rad. <laughs> Marvel is, it, it really is this situation where I'm literally having my one foot out the door and they grab me with something like this yeah, and i'm like ah, it's the godfather okay. three meme <laughs> they yeah keep, they keep pulling me back in yeah there's there, I, I it slowly wanes and then yeah something like this and then the new daredevil show i'm absolutely gonna mm -hmm. watch that 
Uh, and yeah, this is uh, for people who don't know. It's 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 the uh, it's them little little green. It's, green scroll, it's the scroll invasion. Yeah, if you're familiar yeah. with the comics, they did Secret Invasion was a big uh, annual storyline a couple of years back. Uh, right. So Sam Jackson's back is Nick Fury. Yeah, Bendelson's back. Was that Olivia Coleman? Was it? Was it? Was now it? I have to look that up. Was Daenerys? Oh, you're so. right. No, was that no, her? that was Olivia Coleman. You're right. I saw her too. Wait, what was that star? Was Daenerys in this? The lady who plays Daenerys? I, oh, that maybe. looked like Daenerys too. Okay, I was just like, I don't, I don't know actor names. I don't Sarah Connor herself. I don't, I don't see her name in the credits. Daenerys? No, I don't see Daenerys. It is Olivia Coleman though. Yeah. Okay. No, Olivia Coleman. Yes, that really sweetened the deal. Yeah. Uh, it it man, it's just fucking. Oh wait, yes, it, Amelia Clark is in it. Yep. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Yep. I was gonna say, the, otherwise that lady has the same face. <laughs> and fucking Chris McDonald, Shooter McGavin is in this. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then like just see Don Cheadle. Like Don Cheadle uh, is a good actor, and like we don't see him that much. It feels like, uh, and so it's just nice. I don't know, seeing them doing, like, serious stuff. Like, I just like how serious they're taking it, at least in this trailer, you yeah. know? Well, I mean, Don Cheadle was just in that Soderbergh movie a year or two ago that was on HBO Max. Shit, I need to see that. Yeah, yeah I remember it. Yeah, um, the point is that it's nice to see, like... Like, I really like it when Marvel get, gets serious and adult. Mm -hmm. Like, they're they're surprisingly good at it, uh, considering that they're for kids yeah. right. a lot, most of the time. Yeah. Well, I don't think so anymore i think they know at least with their tv shows they could get away with like the grown-ups and the nerd the adult nerds are going to be watching this oh for you sure know? like yeah mm -hmm. i guess what i mean is that they know they know that a lot of their stuff is for kids to watch but like i it's it's fun when they do something like this where they're just like kids have would have no interest in this for the most part i think like they're they're very like it, it's Marvel does that thing where they try to make stuff for everyone. Uh, this feels not like that. This feels like them doing... And you're right. It's more in the TV shows, for sure. Where they're like, yeah, we can actually get away with just, like, pitching something to a specific group of people. Mm -hmm. uh, and this looks... I don't know. This looks rad. Yeah, did I'm you into guys, it. Did, I'm trying to think of, like, what else that they showed recently. Like, She-Hulk is fun. It's silly. I still have to watch it. I I mean, it's go in with like, I'm going to watch like a dumb, silly thing. It's everything. I was really excited about it. And then I, I guess I still, yeah, I'm still kind of into it, but it seems like it's a lot of them doing jokes about their own universe. You know, like it's a bunch of like, oh, what's the deal with this and that? And well, like I saw, like, I don't know. It is, but uh, that's what like the the She-Hulk comics are. So it's just like, oh, like right. they're doing what the comic did. So it works for what it is kind of thing. Okay. Um, but I, I mean, like if you go into it going like, oh, this isn't going to be serious at all. And like, it doesn't really matter. It's like a fun show. That does sound fun. It sounds like the closest to the Marvel's version of Harley Quinn. Yes, with with less like problematic, insane, like you know, like mental health issues. It's more like, uh, right. it, yeah, it's more like it's a it's literally a lawyer show. It's just like we're gonna deal with the court case today. Like, how do you deal with like the like the main storyline in the first ones is like the guy who played Abomination, who's just like. 
Tim Roth. Yeah. yeah. And he like makes it a point. He's just like the government, like the U.S. I'm not even an American citizen. The U.S. government injected me with drugs, made me a soldier and then punished me for doing what they wanted me to do. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, when you say it like that, it sounds pretty fucked up. <laughs> I, I'm also super down for anything that's just courtroom. Courtroom yeah, drama. Courtroom drama I'm into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Marvel stuff, uh, the next trailer is for the, the uh, upcoming Disney Plus special, Werewolf by Night. Yeah, which is just, this is just the, the werewolf, the game werewolf. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is an actual like comic and it's got characters from the series, but... I okay. fucking loved this trailer. Yeah, so yes. I, uh, like I said, I went into it being like, I don't know about this. And then the trailer just blew me away. This That's, trailer is so good. I hope the, the, I hope the actual special is like this. Yeah. Yes. God, I hope they're not misrepresenting like it. Black and white with like the kind yeah. of gonzo zooms and camera angles and stuff. I'm really into this. I think it will be. <laughs> I think it's just like, here's a Halloween special. We're going to like lean in and like yeah. do some weird shit. Yeah. This look, and it looks gory. It like, might it be. Looks, yeah. It looks pretty fucking gnarly. Like it's, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm into it. Who's making this? I'm trying to look uh, him up. But Michael, Michael Giacchino. Okay, oh. what has he done? Well, he's primarily known for scores. Like, he yeah, did the score like the for The Incredibles. Guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, he hasn't done much as a director, it looks like. He's, um, if you ever go to Magic Mountain at Disneyland, he, he's the music guy behind that, and it's one of the best, like, theme ride songs. Oh. All right, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, this just—I don't—I it. Mm. I'm really into this. <laughs> it just this. looks yeah. good. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, this looks so. It also it appeals to me because it like it, it clearly takes place in the past. Like it doesn't. It's not really connected yeah. to anything else. So I don't feel like I need to like. Okay, okay, I got to remember what's happening with this person and this person and this person. It just right. seems like it's its own thing, uh, and it's, it's it just looks of, really fun. Yeah, it's the sort of thing that's when you have the the power of Marvel and the power of Disney. It's, it's uh, what I wish this... they would do with star Wars. Exactly. Yes! Yes! It's, it's what, it's what I wish they would do period more often, which is like, like remember when like Disney owned Miramax and was like making indie films. Uh, it sort of feels like if you're going to have a monopoly, it's almost your responsibility to like, do weird stuff too you know like they can afford to do weird stuff they should be funding every indie film in the world uh they should be required to yes they (laughs) should be required to by law to like fund a certain amount of indie weird stuff uh to just keep it alive and so like this this is what it that feels like to me is like something weird with like a marvel budget is Mm. mm. i'm I'm i just hope it it lives up to that yeah yeah, it's I, I like what they Marvel has been pretty good about. Even though, I, like I said, I haven't really been watching their shows. They have done neat stuff like What If. We, like we just talked about She Hulk right. about she, how She Hulk's kind of like a sitcom. The um, problem, yeah. The problem, the thing that made me cynical is WandaVision, which was so different and neat, and then it ended with just a superhero fight in the sure. sky. Yeah, sure. And it was like, like so, like She Hulk. All those, I'm like, is it just going to end? Because I've, I've noticed Probably. people saying, like, She-Hulk doesn't have a villain, and that sounds great. 
But if well, at the last minute they suddenly do, there like, are, oh, there, are fight. Pro- there are some serious. I haven't watched it, but I know that there's some serious She-Hulk villains in it, like Titania and like the mm-hmm. Wrecking Crew. I think just showed up, so she will probably end up in a fist fight. Okay. With- one of those two entities and by the, the end. The first episode, she does fight Titania for like, like half a second. Like it's very much like, oh shit, we need to like hold off on our CGI budget right now. Yeah. But they do like tease it, and then like hmm. later on, like there's lawsuits. So it's just like, oh, is Titania just gonna be like a legal villain? Like what? That would be great. <laughs> that would be like, fun. I, yeah. I want, I want Marvel to follow through narratively on the aesthetic and like tonal weirdness that they you know do Mm -hmm. like that's what it is is that they always set it up to be really different and weird but then it always narratively just ends up being a superhero movie or show and so like werewolf by night feels like it has the potential to just be you know be weird weird narratively as well yeah i wonder if because like like uh doctor the the doctor strange madness movie i think it did pretty well right like considering it's weird you know uh, it was but again (laughs) narratively it was extremely like middle of the road i would say it was super normal narratively yeah and that's because it's like the movies they're very much like we we don't fuck with our movies that much but the fact that Mm -hmm. they like still experimented enough to be like okay we could get a little weird with this and then yeah, yeah like it seems like the tv shows more and more they're just like Let's get well, yeah, a little crazy. <laughs> they got yeah, they got nothing to lose there. It's just like, well, we'll just dump it on mm-hmm. Disney Plus, and we, you know, uh, it's like a pass fail metric on Disney Plus. It's either we right, yeah, gain a bunch of subscribers watch. or not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next thing, should we talk? Uh, we're still deep in Disney. We're with this next one. We're. <laughs> I mean, D twenty three just happened, so yeah, yeah. No, it Balls all checks deep out. in Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, this is the the Little Mermaid, mm. uh, a live action. I didn't realize this was Rob Marshall, who did um, he did Into the Woods, he did Chicago. Chicago yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so like that actually, I, I I generally I don't think there's a has been a single live action Disney remake that I've really loved. Same. But he's at least a very good director who would do this style specifically really well, I think. Well, I think didn't... I've got to look this up now. Did Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Bill Condon. For a second there, I thought he had done the Beauty and the Beast remake. But he didn't. No. No, it, it, he did um, Mary Poppins Returns, which I've actually heard good things about, but I never saw. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. Um, yeah. Chicago alone, though, like, that's, yeah. you know, that's a... That's, that's a, a really cool, good a job cool of doing movie, heightened yeah. reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, good, a good adaptation of it. He also um, Memoirs of a Geisha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, the, that's all to say this has the potential to be very good looking. That said, Jon Favreau did The Lion King. Yes. So, right. you know, Disney has the ability to see... also crush <laughs> the most creative minds. In this, this, yeah, this, so it's like twofold. One, I think The Little Mermaid is one of the best Disney movies. Um, Oh, yeah. If not the best. Um, But two, on the flip side, uh, this is only a brief trailer, but we do see photorealistic sea life. So I'm just fucking bracing (laughs) myself for photorealistic Sebastian. Oh, it's so going to be a photorealistic Sebastian. It's going to be a little Jamaican crab who looks like a real crab. crab. With that's his horrifying. Crab face. I didn't think about that, but that's horrifying. It's gonna have the, you know how like crab mouths are like they're just like little scoops. 
they have little uh, scoop mounts. It's just going to be that, and it's going to be horrible. They're, they are, they are <laughs> oh some of them, God. they are among the most horrible animals on the planet. What is, <laughs> what is wrong with Disney? That is absolutely what's going to happen. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait to hear him sing Under the Sea with a fucking photorealistic crab. (laughs) I I can't wait for him scuttling out of the ocean to tell him to kiss the girl. Like That's that's going to be the the most terrifying part. Whispering in Prince Eric's ear. (laughs) Fucking crab. Oh, Oh, shit. Smells like ass. (laughs) The seagull. Oh, scuttle, yeah. Uh... Holy I mean, shit. You, you briefly see Flounder in the trailer, and he just looks like a photorealistic he fish. He just yeah. looks like a fish. Oh, no. Yeah. It's going to be like fucking funny. Yeah. I didn't realize um, it's Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Yes. Really? Um, the, yeah, the one that, the thing that I guess shocked me is Javier Bardem as King Triton, which I'm I'm not not into that, but he's going to be so in, fucking he's gonna intense. He's going to be intense. Like, I mean, Triton yeah. is already terrifying. Yeah. Like, he, he's, is. he scared the shit you know, out of me as a kid. Yeah, Same, you don't want to fuck too. with him. He's Yeah, perfect. when he fucks up Ariel's room. It's devastating. Yeah. It's I, dark. As a, as a kid, I didn't like the movie specifically because of that scene. Like, I was just like, he destroyed all her shit. And mm-hmm. yeah. it made me, like, I just, it was too stressful. And then as she an was adult, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is a great movie. She, she, right. she was a hoarder. He had to rip that She's a hoarder, off. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she she had a problem. I mean, but she had uh, it organized though. That's yeah. true. You that's know? true. Like she had shelves. <laughs> she yeah. did. She did. Oh man. Man, this movie might be some nightmare fuel now that we lay it all out. Like the the to- like fucking Javier Bardem being terrifying and then well, just like yeah, talking what crabs. What we've learned, well what we should have learned with like the dual lessons of the Lion King and uh cats. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, that, is that photorealism is not it's the musicals are heightened reality already and when you have like singing and dancing animals photorealism is not the answer like that's not the yeah, look that's right. not the style no it shouldn't one, be no one wants to see it the problem is that the lion king made all the money in the world of course it did yeah uh and it's it's because i i would i would say a combination of nostalgia and morbid curiosity yes of like people being like i gotta see these fucking lions and then it, it it's got that real like Jurassic World feel where it's like everybody saw it and then everybody walked away from it and was like that was bad. <laughs> but like Disney, they're just looking at their numbers they're and they're like, at, yeah. yeah, they're just yeah. looking at how much money it made. Yeah, ironic dollars spend the same. It turns out, right? Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch Lion King because I was just, the little bits that I saw. I was just like, no, this was one of my favorite childhood movies. I'm good. But I did listen to the soundtrack a lot because I was like they. They redid the music and it was Beyonce singing and I'm like, this is the music's fantastic. So, Dude, yeah, they, this they, is they cut the best fucking song though. This is probably like, this is probably an offensive thought to voice actors, mm-hmm. um, but like, just redub the originals. <laughs> like <laughs> I would accept that if they're like we're re-releasing uh, Little Mermaid and we're just having like new voices and stuff. It's just like yeah, I, because you're right. Is that is the most compelling part of any of these? which is like the songs and like a lot of the performances are good, but like, like I'm sure like the human characters in this one will be very fun to watch. Yeah. I'm here. Um, Or the human fish characters. I'm here for the 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 music. Um, I'll watch it because I want to hear the songs redone. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. even then, yeah. like, I'm not seeing this on opening weekend. I'm going to wait until I hear what Black Twitter has to say about it. And be like, because right. they'll be honest, because they were honest about Lion King. They were like, the soundtrack's great. The movie's not so much. Listen to the soundtrack. So yeah. I'm probably going to do the same with this one. I think what it is that's so disturbing is that when you go back and look at the animation of, like, the Lion King, it's so, like, someone recently did that comparison of Simba seeing the the wildebeest the stampede right and the two shots and it's that's what it is is like it's such a disservice to be like oh you this really dynamically animated sequence okay we're gonna reshoot it with like photorealism and like, you and know no, the, and nothing interesting like the, and that's the, the key the, is like nothing yeah, interesting. like the gorgeous colors and like all the you know the the paint in in uh the lion king originally and then it's just like this stupid ass looking photorealistic yeah. i don't know it's so it's such the wrong artistic instinct no. right like, there are there are i would say aladdin had the right instinct even though that's still like very forgettable they're all forgettable but yeah. like aladdin was like oh we're gonna go all out like the mm-hmm. uh never had a friend like me scene they they go all out they make sweet, it this yeah. like they trippy, leaned into the campiness yeah. of it exactly and that's kind of what all of these have to do like the fucking I can't wait to be king sequence in the remake was one of the most uh, like visually offensive things I've seen. It was so boring. <laughs> it was so boring. It's just a lion like running around a field. Yeah. And, and it was a, like, what are we doing? Do you remember the original? Flying around. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. how exciting? Like, do you remember how every frame of this movie popped? Yeah. I remember I watched like just recently. It was like a video on how. Um, Spider-Verse is changing the way 3D animated movies are being done. Like there's a new, like DreamWorks is experimenting with more like, hi, we don't have to make our 3D animation look like Pixar anymore. We could actually do anything we want, including making it look like stylized 2D-esque things. And I think Disney, because Disney has their Pixar style, that's like their thing and it's set and they don't really experiment with that. They're like, how do we make this even more real? Like, they're leaning on the other end. They're going more real, while every other right. studio is just like, well, we're not going to do that. Let's play and, like, do some weird shit. And I'm hoping Disney will, like, turn it around and be like, hey, look at all these other movies making money, like, like by being really interesting stylistically. Like, you don't have to make it real. No one wants yeah. real. Nobody wants real. It's, yeah, exactly. It's absolutely wild that it takes so long for corporations to figure this out. Because I would <clears throat> I would argue this happened with 2D animation, too. It's like mm-hmm. everything looked like the Disney Renaissance, right? At yeah. a certain point. And it's, it's these corporate people being like, no, do what's safe. And it's like, what's actually the interesting thing to do is you can literally make anything look like anything yeah. in both 2d animation or CGI. Why aren't you taking advantage yeah, of that? That's wild. Safe mm-hmm. is safe is rarely interesting. Yeah. Right. And it gets boring and you're just like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I just hope Rob Marshall has a, some, I don't know. I, again, I haven't seen a lot of his films. I'm just going by Chicago but like Mary Poppins Returns, I know had a very interesting look. Um, I'm just hoping to give him the freedom to do something cool with this. Yeah. Uh, I hope so, yeah. This yeah. is like the, among their best films, for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, let's talk about Willow. I'm so excited for Willow, guys. <laughs> I, I, have, I... I have loved Willow so much since I was a kid. I'm so excited 
that fucking theme song comes up in this trailer. I was like, yes, yeah. like an old <laughs> tiny Kevin Pollock. Yes. Uh, mm. I so the first trailer I wasn't ex- that excited about. This one. Got this one popped. looks awesome. It really yeah. does. It really, really does. I wasn't excited about a new Willow, mostly because I was just like, we already have Willow. And I didn't realize that new Willow, I thought it was a remake. So oh. I didn't know that it was going to be a sequel. Oh. And then once I realized, like, this is a sequel? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, my right? God. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. You got, like, Joanne Wally's the queen now, and Willow's, like, the old wise wizard now. It's fucking awesome. So good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I... I've been watching. Have you guys been watching Rings of Power? Yes. No, not yet. Not yet. I haven't started it. I'm excited it is ex- to, but I haven't. Yeah, started it's it. extremely my jam. And like, I, 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 I'm not watching the new Game of Thrones, Same. which there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I am. It's very I, stupid, but it's fun. Like it's it's I fun. Just, to, it's fun to watch with nothing. In, like I don't care what happens. Yeah. I have nothing invested in it this time. So I'm just like whatever. Right. <laughs> For me, it's just I'm done cynically watching things. You know what I mean? That's like, fair. Yeah. Or 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 like I'm done with gritty fantasy, and so Rings of Power is just such a palate cleanser, yes. which is just like we're we're all happy and we're in the woods and everything is. There's still like stakes. There's still like blood. There's still some evil, but it's, it's just, just classic. classic adventure. It's very classic. Yeah. Like I wasn't yeah. watching the new Game of Thrones mostly because like I was such a big Game of Thrones fan. I know what Same. happens in this series already. Like I like right. I, I know what happens. And the Targaryens are just not interesting to me. Like I don't Yeah. I don't like them and they all fuck each other and it's weird and I it's, it's yeah. like icky. So I was like I'm good on that show. And yeah, I'm just so yeah. I'm done with the soap opera of it all. I see. Like, I'm, it's I'm the watching same... it as a soap opera, but we don't need to right. talk about. It. We can talk about Willow. <laughs> well, no. This was all to co- go right, to Willow, right, 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 which right. is that Willow feels like the Rings of Power, which is just like we're having an adventure. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, classic it's fantasy D&D. adventure. Yeah, yeah. And I fucking pour it on, pour it on. Let's get more. I want more. Yeah, like, I'm sort of like I kind of approach Marvel a little bit in the same way, just because there's we're doing so much of the superhero deconstruction right now. Like, and I, I think yeah. I think the boys is good. I like the boys, but like we're doing a lot of like that seems to be the norm now and it's like we right, can't right. always do the deconstruction sometimes you just need to do what the the classic thing is and that, i, I right. like that willow's classic fantasy and for everything i've heard about rings of power it's the same so i'm like excited yeah. for that because mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to watch good guys be good guys right right exactly it's like, really funny <laughs> yeah. how like our our culture goes in these circles where it's like uh, it would be subversive just to do a superhero movie these days mm-hmm. where it's with no observations, just good guys. It's actually guy. one of the things I like a lot about um, Invincible, uh, the animated show that is it starts out seeming like it's going to be another superhero deconstruction. And it is for like the first episode, but then it hmm. becomes a classic superhero story. Does it? OK, I watched the mm-hmm. first episode and I was just like. Oh, my heart can't deal with this it's, right now. The whole now. show's not the whole show's not like that. Like that's that's like right. setting the stage for it, and then it's like sort of secretly or sneakily becomes like a very traditional superhero story. Okay, right. I might have to go back into into that one. Yeah, give it a give it a I shot. I also think the deconstructions kind of end up falling into the tropes anyway. Yeah, like I I also like they the have boys, but tropes, the new yeah. season the new season just felt like 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 they had to. They had to like nerf powerful characters and like keep them away from situations, much like the Avengers has to deal with. Like it, it's starting to just have to do the things superhero movies do, which mm-hmm. is very funny. Yeah, to it, me. It, it makes no sense why Homelander hasn't killed Butcher yet. Like it makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's things like that. 
where it's again it's it's it kind of reminds me of when um they made team america and they're trying to ape michael bay and then yeah. they were like this is actually really hard to do <laughs> it's like the same thing as like deconstructing superheroes you still have to like kind of make superhero stuff yeah um that's all to say that yeah willow looks fucking great it really does i'm i'm excited to see it yeah i'm i'm happy um, that i think i feel like the next decade like this is this type of fantasy is going to kind of just be the trend that's what i'm hoping i'm really hoping that this and lord of the rings or rings of power will start like i i will exploding and we'll get back into like that nostalgia i will say it, it has it's not quite the same level of saturation as superhero like i feel like the classic fantasy story is still pretty much the standard. It's just we had 10 years yeah. of Game of Thrones being the biggest thing in the world. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more thinking, like, remember how, like, Comic-Con used to be a fringe thing, and yeah. now it's, like, an industry? I want that for Ren Fairs. Yes! <laughs> I want, like, in 10 years, Ren Fairs to be, like, they're just showing new, the newest trailers. Yes, and it'll Ren Fair 2038. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it. I want a new era of just... These Ren Fair nerds just having their day yeah. in the sun. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's move on. All right. This is uh oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Main event. Mm, the Santa mm. Clauses. Uh, this a is a uh, last Disney Plus uh, uh, series trailer. Yeah. How many Santa Claus movies are there? These are like the Air Buds, right? Three. There's like, like a rich four, mythology. I believe there's three. Really? Yeah. Only three. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I let me tell you, I've I watched the first one once, and I haven't seen a single one of these. And if they're making Aww. someone in the world happy, then good for I, them. I really like. I love the Santa Claus. Really? <laughs> I, I have, I've only I've only seen the second one once, and I've not seen the third one. But I really like the original. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a I've fun only movie. I've only watched the first two, and th yeah. they weren't like like my jam. I was like I I was the kid that thought too hard about the logic of these movies too much, and so it was just very much like none of this. Wait, you're just leaving your life. What do you do? Like, how do you? Right, <laughs> like, right. He throws that. his entire life away, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. become Santa. Like, and then of course, like, why does no, it's that the age old? Why does none of the adults believe in Santa Claus? Where do they think the gifts are coming he from? He also killed right. the first Santa Claus. Like, that's, like, in it. Like, he just killed the yeah. old Santa and nobody cared. Like, I always think well, of stuff did, like that. He, where it's Santa just like, fell. He didn't kill Santa. Yeah, but I do love the idea that the pitch meeting, the first pitch meeting was someone coming in just snow blind, being like, what if if you killed Santa, you get to be him? Oh, that someone and was probably Tim Allen. You're right. I want I want to see a version of this where he starts getting hunted down because he's so in this the premise of this is he's retiring and he's trying out new Santas. Mm -hmm. Doesn't any of them know that if they just strangle him, guess what? You become Santa. They are Santa. Right, cuz yeah. the whole trailer is him interviewing Peyton Manning and it's like Peyton Manning, you're like a professional right. athlete. If you simply beat Santa to death right now, you are now Santa. Okay, I have another thought. <laughs> what if he's What if he's interviewing them? to kill him what oh. if that's the process like he goes out into the town square and gets beheaded oh. by the next santa i hope so and that's just that's the it's process just like an ancient ancient santa ritual where it's just like yeah. this is how it normally is done yeah right 
<laughs> like you get to be Santa, you get to be you get to live for extended period of time and it'd be magical. But when your time has come, yeah, you will be taken out by yeah. the next Santa. Oh, Klaus what happens and to blood. his wife? <laughs> it's yeah. just like it's I don't a know. Whole I'm not. I'm not sure if she's in this one. I didn't. I saw somebody who may have been her, but it was just a bit from. <laughs> I I like to imagine this takes place 200 years later, and everybody he's loved has died, <laughs> uh, and he's just lived for too long, and he's just like what? I'm. I'm. I the the sweet siren call of death. Yeah, it's luring uh, me into the great beyond. It's luring yeah. me in. Yeah, <laughs> to shuffle off this mortal Kris Kringle coil. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the only other thing I wanted to call out is, I mean, this looks, the it's real brief, but the brief bit we see is, is perfectly in tone with the other movies. So it's probably going to be like a, right. that sort of humor. Um, but his, like Tim Allen's fat suit looks real bad. It doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing they don't have as much money. It looks like he has a fake muscle suit on. Like his, like his shoulders right. and chest are like weirdly lumpy. It's like, guys, that doesn't look right. <laughs> And it looked really good in the original. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. 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 It was I good mean, makeup in the original movie. I mean, maybe they just didn't do the like CGI pass on it because it's the trailer. Yeah. Uh, that's like, true. Yeah. But like, eh, yeah, it didn't look good. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's I, it's the Santa Clauses. I'm not going to watch it. I, I like I said, I, I have nothing invested in. I, I, I feel man I watch no I, I, I don't I watch feel the Santa Claus or... every year <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to point out but I this watch is for it you, Tom I watch it by myself nice. <laughs> nobody else, no one likes else wants to watch Claus. it <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like my my sister insists on watching elf every year and we're always like Elf's not a bad movie elf is but fine. it's not yeah, it's fine. And so she's like, let's do Elf. And everybody's like, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, sure, Elf is, <laughs> you can put Elf on. I'm going to be, I'm going to play games on yeah, my Switch. Yeah, I'm going to do other things. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play The Witcher on my Switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on. Uh, yeah, next trailer. Okay, so, Jesus Christ. The School for Good and Evil. Yeah. I so looked. The I, comments are people who are like, I love this book. And I'm like, I haven't heard of this book. I just learned this book existed like uh, two months ago. Like uh, Maureen and I saw these books in Barnes and Noble. We're like, oh, this seems like a Harry Potter ripoff. And then looking at this trailer, it's like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's wild that it has a fan. It's just this. So Ed, Dave, everything. it literally looks like Hogwarts. Like the shots. If if some, someone showed me shots from the castle and stuff, I just assume it's a new Harry Potter. Exactly. So I, I, what I've learned is that any TV show that has more than one season and every book series that has more than one book has a fan base. That's true. Um, it's and just a very wild to me dedicated fan base. <laughs> this is clearly, and I, I, I no, I mean, it can't not be even, I don't know anything about the books. All I know is from the look of this, it seems like a very clear, cynical well, money so, grab right, it's where so someone like, was like, I'm going to do Harry Potter and I'm going to get Harry Potter right. rich. Like the the premise is kids go to the school to be taught how to be the the heroes and the heroes or villains of fairy tales. And then they leave the school and go out and live their fairy tales. And that's like right, such... And that shit, like, that doesn't it, even make sense. No, it doesn't. Like, I, no. I, like the way, Star, you just talked about how like the Santa Claus like broke your brain. Like this is like war on 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 my yeah. brain like i don't like, like how does you... this is an approach making sense like the school's premise of like you come here and you're going to be evil and like everyone's okay with that it just seems 
wild. I do want to like look, I, I want to like read the first couple chapters of the book just because I'm like, maybe there's more to it, you know? And how, yeah. and how do they know that like, the evil students they train are going to go off and like do a fairy tale storyline and not like nine eleven, right? Right. Well, maybe that that could be part of it. It's like it's we just... we train fucking terrorists here, magical yeah. terrorists at the when school I... for good and evil. It's it's a premise <laughs> that someone came up in ten minutes. Like came up with it's like that's so the problem cynical. is that yeah. it's it's not just horribly derivative because the whole thing through and through. Looks like Harry Potter meets like fucking um, Cinderella or any of the it, it, Disney, Disney live movies, actions. Yeah. They used copyright yeah. free, not copyright, like royalty free stories. They're like, how do I do Harry yeah. Potter, public, public but domain. like for yeah, free? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's and like, then yeah. It, it, the idea is so stupid where it's like, I don't know, it's like a school that trains. Yeah, that like, doesn't fairy make tale. any sense. It's like, what, it, <laughs> like it's it's like try for what think purpose? about it. Yeah, think about it for just a little longer. Like, come yeah. up with a slightly better idea. It's so cynical and lazy. Um, and at the same time, there's a part of me that's just like, yeah, also maybe we should step away from the Harry Potter universe because it's giving like a terrible Ugh, person a lot of money. Right, give that right, right, universe right. any more oxygen. Yeah. If, 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 you, if you buy that video game, shame on you. Right. So like there's a part of me that's like, this is a derivative piece of crap. And I'm rooting for it, mm. I guess. Yeah, this is also why I kind of want to read the Like, I, I am missing yeah. that aspect of, like, fandom in my life because that was such a big part of, like, my, like, early 20s is, like, the Potter worlds and all that. Right. And, and, like, and now, like, I, even though I remember those things fondly, it's just, like, I can't have fun with it now. It feels icky. I know. So. It's really, it's really the Harry Potter world could have been the next Star Wars. Like yeah. that's the thing about it. It has that Star Wars potential where it's like, this is a huge world that you could make a million films in. Except the George Lucas of it all is just horrible. Right. Yeah. Uh, she just wrote horrible like, person. What, like a 1200 page book about <laughs> how the internet was mean to her for being a turf. Yeah. Yeah. And it, being it a must transphobe. be, there's got to be some Warner Brothers executives that are just like Jesus fucking Christ. Oh yeah, we had we had a money machine, and it feels like I'm Harry not, Potter I'm is not, I'm not about poison. to feel bad for Warner Brothers. Though. No, no. <laughs> I don't feel bad for them. It's just what an incredible what thing you to sow, happen. You fucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just what it what an incredibly horrible All thing to happen. All this is teaching Warner Brothers is that like okay when we have contracts we need to put in a clause of like if you are. If you somehow like become a scourge of society, you lose your rights to your thing, and we own right. it. You know, that's all that this is teaching Warner Brothers. Like, how do right. we make sure Which is a, we you don't lose uh, money? It's a terrible lesson. There, a I terrible mean, lesson to learn. That clause probably exists. Honestly, with how much money uh, yeah. is tied up in these movies, like there probably is a clause where they're like, "Listen, it's probably if you start the if you J.K. St Rowling right? clause, yeah. now. if you start J.K. Rowling all over Twitter, uh, we're gonna cut your royalties off from these movies." Or maybe it's like Santa Claus, where someone can take her place if she falls off a roof or something. That's true, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, yeah. That's all to say that I, I I'm not actually like unless this is actually secretly good. But if it's as cynical as it looks, it's like no. I do like. I do. Like, I don't want this. But. I do like that Lawrence Fishburne appears to be their Dumbledore, right? Which is yes, great. They paid. That's the other thing. They're so. They clearly paid a lot of money. for Yes, this, this looks yes. expensive. Yeah, and yes. this is a Netflix movie. Yeah. So like, 
they're really betting big on what appears to be a real piece of shit. One of, I mean, uh, directed by Paul Feig. Sure, whatever. <laughs> One of the <laughs> comments like, on the YouTube page says like they gave like a quick summary of like the premise, and they're like, "There's a town where every four years." On the 11th day of the 11th month, two children always get kidnapped and they get sent to the school. <laughs> I was just like, what? What? What the fuck? What? Yeah, is the, this? the fans, there's all these fans in the comments who are like, I can't wait for this. And it's like, who are you people? What is this? I'm going to read off the cast of this. Why would you okay? still live in the town if this happens <laughs> is every four years? Why would you not move? Yeah, why not? They'd burn this castle to the ground. This movie has Kate Blanchett as the narrator. Uh, you see Charlize Theron. Michelle Yeoh, you see in it. Mm-hmm. Wait, who you don't see is Ben Kingsley is in this. Okay. Lawrence Fishburne, Rachel Bloom, Kerry Washington. Uh, Rob Delaney's in this. Sure. They, they, they went this is, all out this is, is my point. A, there's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. might, I might watch it just because why not? But like... What if it's amazing? Yeah, what if I mean, it's we'll, good? We'll probably end up watching it on like a movie night. So, yeah, yeah, I'm guessing it's going to be a real fucking Artemis Fowl, but maybe not. <laughs> oh man, Artemis Fowl. Mm. Yeah. Uh, sp- uh, speaking of of books, uh, let's move on to the next trailer. Yeah, this okay. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the T- Disney Plus TV show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as as far as Harry Potter knockoffs go, I feel like Percy Jackson's a little more legitimate, I guess. It seems like there was more thought put into it. I, think I mean, he's, he's, he's been cranking out. these books out for a while. So. Yeah, and yeah. I think these came out roughly around the same time. So it was just like, I don't think it was a direct rip, but I'm sure it was a publisher saying like, hey, this Potter book seems to be doing well. Someone give me more like magic schools. And he was like one of the first right. ones. I don't know. If it doesn't have Pierce Brosnan as a centaur, as a centaur? I, what are we oh, doing? Man. I mean, they, <laughs> couldn't, they couldn't even maintain Pierce Brosnan as a centaur for more than one film. Yeah, those those films were bad. <laughs> a delightful crap. Are yeah. very bad. It's very now, bad. In defense of this, you don't see much at all. This is a very brief teaser trailer. Um, in defense of this series, uh, every pretty much every fan of the book series agrees that the movies are crap. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like, like an Aragon situation. Yeah, yeah. This is this going to be? This is a TV show. It's a TV right? show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This has a better shot of being good. I think. I think the kids are going to love it. I think this is one of those ones where it's just like, oh, if you're a fan of these books, odds are like a TV show is going to be like a better format for the story. Right. Um. But for me, like I. I remember reading the first book back like in college because I was like, yeah, I was on my Potter kick and I was like, I need more magic stuff. Let me read this other one that's popular. And the very like few first few chapters, I was just like, oh, no, this is not for me. Because like the main per- like not really spoilers, because this is like stuff that happens in the very, very beginning of the book and the whole story. It's like what kicks off his thing is that him and his mom are like running away from like a monster and he witnesses like his mom turn into like a statue and then he gets shipped off to this school and then he finds out like his dad's a god right within those first like and this is like his mom like you know it's his mom and immediately he's just like i guess i'm in this magic school now and like 
does not think about his mother for like such a long time before it becomes plot relevant that it just bothered me so much. I was just like, this is an 11 year old boy and he witnessed his mother turn into stone and he does not seem, there's no trauma. There's no like reflection on this. Like I feel like that would devastate any child. Yeah, it sounds like they don't, again, it's that like cynically made stuff where they don't, they yada yada because they just want to get to the Harry Potters. Yeah. And they don't, they're not actually thinking about like the characters yeah. and what matters. Yeah, it just felt um, like the kid, like he wrote like an 11 year old, the kid felt like it was written like he was already like an adult. Like he was like a kid that talks like a grown up. And, right. and it was just very, I was just like, I could see like if, uh, I could see why it's popular, but I was just like, man, like I, I can't deal with like, you can't just kill a kid's parent in front of them or yeah. like quote unquote kill because she's stone. Um, and like not that have that like truly like deeply affect them for like months. <laughs> right. It's the sort of thing where it just, yeah, Harry Potter and, and the Hunger Games created so many like cynical copycats that shit out books that 100% worked because kids aren't, you know, kids don't care. Right. Uh, and then you grow up and there's like a reverence for this thing that was never kind of made well. And I, I'm saying that with full knowledge that we grew up on like Transformers. Like this isn't new. <laughs> what I'm describing isn't new at all. Well, we didn't. It's we, just we, how kids. We, a lot of we grew up on Transformers, not GoBots. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what I mean. Where it's like there's so you, there's so many things that are cynically made towards kids that then you grow up and you're like, this is the best thing ever. And the writers are like, really? Because we were really drunk when we wrote that. Yeah, but we sure. were just fucking flying by the seat of our pants yeah. here. I, I, I want to... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, I just want to point out that Percy Jackson, the Olympians, I looked up the cast. I'm 100% on board just because Jason Manzoukas is in it. Oh, hell <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I hope I don't he's know, a centaur. I, I hope he, yeah, I hope he's a centaur. I hope he's some sort of fucking monster. I'm, I'm all in just based off that. Yeah, hell yeah. It's also the director of the Muppets, the new Muppets, or who, who's doing the first episode. Uh, the the first episode is also written by someone who's written a lot of the show C, Black Sails, and The Old Man. Hmm. So all like like very serious things. Adult dramas, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And then Percy Jackson. Why not? Yep. Yeah. Um, let's move on. All right. Speaking of uh, TV. Yeah. Yeah. Quantum Leap. Quantum Man. Leap. See, I fucking love Quantum Leap, and I was excited when they announced this remake, and this trailer looks like ass. So this is, this is I thought it was going to be a sequel, and it's very funny to me, uh, or it was very funny to me, the idea that they would make the mistake twice, but no, it's a remake, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's got Ernie Hudson in it. It does have Ernie Hudson. Like, I don't have a problem with the cast or any of the people involved, it's just this trailer is so heavily focused on action it makes me think of the abrams star trek where it's like quantum right. Leap was about like exploring the civil rights era and like you know all these other important historical events it had very very little to do with action like when an yeah. action episode popped up that was like out of the ordinary it's mostly there was that vampire one the vampire <laughs> one there's a ghost one there is a fucking mummy one but like most of the time it was about like small it, it wasn't about like world changing things or like these huge action-packed things it was like 
saving this family, you know, yeah. or like right. saving this emotional, one. Like, yeah. Um, like, yeah. And like, it's there's a like car chase. Exactly. And like in this, the first thing they show us, and this is like this epic car chase and like all this action and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. that's not what here's, Quantum Leap was. Here's, here's my hope is that they, they're just showing us these to get us into it. I hope and so then too. They're yeah. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, like, just visually, this looks like it was made in 2005. It looks so boring. Yeah, it looks like um, g- uh, early edition or one of those type shows from, like, the mid-aughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was it? It was, like, uh, something on Mars. Like, there was, like, a... like Life on like Mars. A, yes. Like, the, it has that look to it. Mm-hmm. I, uh... Yeah, I, it's it made me main, mainly just want to go back and watch the original exactly, Quantum Leap, yeah, and then perhaps do a podcast series about it. I think we should do that, Dave. <laughs> yeah, maybe after Fox Mulder. Um, I think we will. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. Sam Beckett is a maniac. I mean, that would be yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. It. Uh. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. It just. Yeah. It looks like the wrong tone. Like it looks like it. It doesn't. No theme un- song. Just use the original theme song. You. you yeah. You right. It was my ringtone for years. It's such so a good, good theme song. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I bet it's... that'll be like the sound of like someone's phone. Like you're gonna hear the song right. somewhere. Somewhere. Scott Bakula better fucking make a cameo at least. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. And this is coming out on like NBC, which is it's really funny how like to see a an advertisement and it's like, oh, what is this? Netflix or Amazon? Oh, NBC. That's quaint. Like that's cute. No weird. I'm like never, real I'm television. Never gonna... Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like it's like TV with commercials and junk. Um. Yeah. I. I it's, don't know, man. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like I have. Like I said, no issue with the cast or any of the people involved. It's just this looks like it. It's completely misunderstanding the tone and the sort of point of view of the original series, which right. is what, part Again, of what made it so unique. It, yeah. Comparing it to the Abrams thing, it's about compassion, and it's being. It looks like it's being turned into like yeah action. It's about being put in someone else's shoes. Yeah. Uh, and not fucking robbing banks or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, like, like there's it, the, the stinger at the end is the new Sam Beckett. His name is not Sam Beckett. They've changed the character's name. But he asks the Al character, whose name is also changed. Uh, well, so what happens if I like if, if the person whose body I'm in dies and then she tells him, then you die as well. It's like that's never really a thing he had to ask in the original series right. <laughs> because it and didn't then, come up that often. They also make it that he has like a, his memories wiped and he has like a romantic relationship with his Al, which <laughs> uh, it's just like this added like, Oh, we got to have romance and will they, won't they and action and like an additional like, mystery box layer. Like Sam, yeah. as far as I knew, and I watched a bunch of the original series, like he knew what was happening to him and who he was and what, ha- you know, right. what was going on. And, not once did was there sexual tension between him and I Al. I disagree. But <laughs> I yeah. mean, maybe they should have kept Al male and then just still kept the romance. And then that way it's just like, ah, yeah. that would be like a refreshing take. That would be interesting. I think, I don't know. I think they should have less action. I also realized we should have gotten a quantum leap every decade. Like that you could technically remake this if if you made it well. Because it's Constantly. always it's always relevant. Yeah, it's always yeah. about yeah, like empathy and uh, yeah, like the original. Like I said, the original series was so tied into like the civil rights movement, and there's like mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, this this is this trailer bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, all right, final trailer. Um, the Fablemans. Mm. This is Spielberg just oh. whipping it out, slapping it on the table, <laughs> and showing us how big it is. Little Stevie, That's it. little Stevie being like, "Here's yeah. me as a kid." Yep. And I and listen. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this movie. <laughs> Same here. I Same. cannot fucking wait. It looks so yeah. good. I was like, I have, I was like, I have no complaints about what I just saw. I kind of just. This looks like a good. This looks like a good story. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Listen, con- controversial opinion. Spielberg makes good movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing to watch him. He he is the only filmmaker who can do this. Who can just be like, you know, you know what's great movies. And it's like you're right. You're yeah, right. You Spielberg. specifically are right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I will not accept that from anybody else. Even yeah. like. You know what? Sorry, there's one other movie that I accepted, which was um, Scorsese doing Hugo, being like, you know what? I like movies. And I'm like, you're right, Scorsese. Yeah. You do like movies, and so do I. It, 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 you have to earn that, is the point. You yeah. can't make the artist like your first movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, just looks, is, it um, just looks really good. Yep. This co writer is the. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Tony Kushner, who did. Um, Lincoln and Munich and, and mm-hmm. West Side Story. So yeah. he's been doing a lot of the recent. Yeah, it just looks like Spielberg being uh, talking about his life, right? And yeah. then he's just like, you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to make Seth Rogen act. Yeah, I'm going to make Seth yeah. Rogen my uncle. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for that. For Seth Rogen being like, what the fuck am I doing here? In a I'm Spielberg so high, movie. And yeah. I'm in a Spielberg movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, but yeah, uh, no, and then Judd Hirsch looks fucking phenomenal yeah, in it. Yeah, the cast looks great. Like uh, Michelle Williams plays his mom, Paul Dano's his dad, and they both look great. Like it just it just yeah. looks like a really good movie. Um, it's all the award actors. It's yeah. just like I'm gonna get all the all the yeah. I wonder, Jesus Christ! I wonder if Seth Rogen like won Spielberg over. Didn't like Seth Rogen do that like Jewish pickler maker pickle maker movie? An American pickle, he did. Yeah. Was that serious? Was that a serious film? Kind of. I think it was. I oh, think it was like this I is hu- this was humor. It had humor in it, but it wasn't like a comedy. Like it was okay. more like this is a yeah, like, right. It was an outlandish. It's about a guy pickling himself. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. accidentally pickles himself and wakes up a hundred years in the future to meet like his great grandson or something. So like it's a ridiculous right. premise, but like the movie itself was you know not. I don't know. It oh, was, he's warm and I, I he did Pam and Tommy. I think Seth Rogen has been. He's doing the Jonah Hill thing where he's just like, I'm going to slowly ease mm-hmm. into serious shit. Um, I'm going to be like a funny guy in a serious film, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do that. And then he's slowly pushing and, and like, yeah, good for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just realized he's playing Donkey Kong in Super Mario. <laughs> The Super Mario oh, the, movie. perfect, perfect. It was like the, it was yeah, like the, the party the, was born to play. It's exact opposite of casting Chris Pratt as Mario. It's like what? It's like yeah. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. You're like, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is. I don't know, man. I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, it looks good. It's, it looks good as shit. It looks good as shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Anything else? Anything else to say? No. I'm like, when does no, it come I'm out? All set. Thanksgiving uh, pr- soon. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Table mans. <laughs> oh, it's two. It's two and a half hours. Where are my fable maniacs at? Yep. <laughs> it's like there's like action in this trailer. I'm like, what was his childhood? Like, is he just gonna? Is he gonna make shit up? 
I I kind of want like I kind of want it to be like um fuck what's the story I want I want like of a dangerous mind no I just I want like him to meet an old man who looks and acts like E.T. and then he like he gets attacked oh, by a, a, yeah. a neighborhood dog that like, everybody calls like Shakespeare Shaws. in love or some yeah. shit yeah <laughs> where it's just like yeah just working Corny it all in ass bullshit yeah <laughs> it probably won't do that but like no yeah, there, there was some drama i mean you know like his parents split up and there was like this whole revelation years later where like he thought his dad has let had left them oh man i but, do want to yeah. learn that jed hirsch is the inspiration for et i hope like, so that, or his jaws yeah. yeah or his jaws yeah. yeah yeah he ends up he ends up putting a like <laughs> put uh, putting an air tank in Jed Hirsch's mouth and blowing him up mm-hmm. and he's like I got a great idea for a movie <laughs> based on a book alright alright <laughs> yeah let's name some producers <laughs> let's name some more producers uh, big thank you to Glitterous CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory thank you thank you to Davey Francis uh, 9 Davey, Fran- Davey Goes to Hell thank you thank you thank you to oh great it's that guy thank you so much thank you to Chester's Prophet thank you Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you so much. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Thank you. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Beep, Thank you. Boop. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Asking7. Thank, Thank you to HappyEd209. Thank you. Thank you to Manish of its Maltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnson's Time Machine Noise. Mm. Thank you to Pete for Pagel. Thank you. Thank you to listen to the hit song, Books Are My Aesthetic Theme from If This Book Exists, You're in the Wrong Universe. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, okay. So there's, I don't know, there's so, a couple of scattered news stories. I don't know. We kind of covered it all. Uh, it, it was, the only thing is like people were disappointed from the the D23 that, there wasn't much Fantastic Four or X Men stuff yeah. or Deadpool stuff. Um, yeah, and I understand. I feel like they really, they really do need to start whipping that stuff out soon. Probably. Um, then there was the Star Wars stuff. There's like New Mandalorian. Yeah, that was kind of the main thing. I was just like, oh, New Mando. I was like, that looks fun. It continues to look like it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, and then there's that Jude Law thing, Skeleton Crew. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that seems kind of fun. It's just... um, I didn't see that one. It's like, apparently, uh, this is described as a story about a group of younglings lost in space. Uh, I I assume Jude Law is... I'm going to say he's some sort of villain, but... Probably. Who can say? There was also... He's got serious villain face. Yep. There was an exclusive look at Indiana Jones 5. Uh, Yes, that none of us got to see. No, none of us got to see. And yeah, that's about it, right? Yeah. And the stuff we already mentioned. Yeah. There's like some new, there's some new like Pixar stuff, I think, coming or animation stuff. I don't know. And some new theme park shit. So yeah, that's it. I mean, oh, luck- that's it. They talked about Inside Out 2. Oh, weird. Yeah. That's fucking the weird. What the hell is it, that going to be? I mean, probably her going through puberty which will yep. be that's what they're saying <laughs> it says it'll follow a teenage riley introduce new emotion characters and is due uh 2024 in june is the new emotion character gonna be like like horniness horniness, teen I, horniness? Hope so. I, I hope so you better talk like, like vincent uh... price 
Yeah. It's like Vincent Price. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just talking about the boys, cute boys wearing their tight jeans. If they knew what they was good for them, they'd have um the 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 voice actor does Tina for Bob's Burgers. Oh, play yes. horn teenage yes. horny. That would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, Just yeah. rambling about hot zombies. Yeah. Um, other news we have is there's going to be a Gran Turismo film with David Harbour. Yep. And he's, sure. He's also in that uh, Santa Claus movie, Violent Night. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big, big year for David Harbour. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I feel like neither, neither of these are going to work out. But what is Gran? Does Gran Turismo have a plot? Isn't no, it's, it's just, just, a, like it's a, just a racing game. Yeah, so this is going to be like that Aaron Paul. Mm-hmm. Remember? Need, need for Speed. Yeah. Here's what you need to know is the Gran Turismo movie uh, directed by Neil Blomkamp, according to the internet. I mean, obviously. According yeah. to IMDb. So that's... Boy, I man, don't know what that is. That, his career did not go in any kind of direction anyone anticipated. No. <laughs> after, after District 9 came out, they're like, this guy's awesome. And then... Yeah. Remember when he made that movie we watched? Uh, Demonic? Remember oh, Demonic? yes. Oh, no. That was him. Yeah. Ooh, that's that movie a bad was... film, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that movie was just a, a like a like a dusty fart. That was an extremely bad film. Yeah. I don't know, man. Elysium was fine. I never I, saw I, Chappie. Because why would Chappie. Why would you see yeah, Chappie? Why on earth did you see Chappie? Yeah. Um, um, and then apparently Baz Luhrmann is open to releasing his four-hour cut of Elvis, which is just that's too there's long. this weird yeah there's this weird I think in the wake of like the whole Snyder cut bullshit everybody's like oh all these directors need to release directors cut versions of their films and I don't think a lot of people understand that in most cases the final cut is the director's cut yeah and then also I think like, they're talking about like the work print right and they just uh, want to see like every inch Every of footage that, that was, was filmed yeah. yeah and it's like dude no that's it's not, not like, it's not apocalypse now it's not like, how we it don't works. have to keep it's not lord of the rings yeah i did watch the five hour apocalypse apocalypse now work cut and let me tell you it is bad there's a fucking <laughs> uh, haunted mansion in it yeah the hell is and that the, the work it's a work <laughs> print so like they literally just like loop the doors over all the scenes because they're like eh there'll probably be some door shit yeah it's like a fucking scratch track or whatever and they're just like well I guess we're putting Uh, this out I think what happens is Baz Luhrmann I I didn't click on this link or I didn't or rather I didn't like read it intensely and uh, my guess is someone asked him in an interview yes it's become and he said and he said, sure. Yeah, it's that, <laughs> that thing like a... where invariably you'll see an actor say like, you know, for the longest time, people were asking Keanu Reeves if he'd ever do another Matrix or another Bill and Ted. And the headline was always Keanu Reeves says he's down to do another uh, Bill and Ted. And it was always that where it was just an interviewer yeah. asking them, would you be open to doing Bill and Ted? And he would say like, yeah, sure. If they came to me and I liked the script. So I'm sure that was like it's become yeah. like. Like uh, in the, in the wake of like Scorsese saying he doesn't like superhero movies or he doesn't consider superhero movies to be cinema, it's like everybody asks that question now. It's like, what do you think right. of superhero films? So like now it's like, is there a director's cut? Like, do you have a longer cut that you'd like to show? And so 
the director will say something like, well, yeah, sure. I mean, we shot like the original, like the initial work print was like four hours or something. Yeah. And so the headline will be like, there's a four hour cut of Elvis. Like, well, no, there's not. It was just like the assembly cut of everything they shot. And that's how they start. And then they cut down from that to get like to the movie. Right. It's, I, I don't know. I always wonder yeah. if stuff like this is, comes up because we don't really do like DVDs and Blu-rays anymore where we have like all the yeah. little, you know, like here is your extra stuff that's actually good that just happened to not make it versus like here's everything, you know? Like we don't, we don't get to like mm -hmm. really get to see, I don't know, little featurettes and little bonus things anymore. Yeah, it's I th I do think that's probably the case. It's like they they do those uh, the, that show on uh, Netflix right now, the the movies that made us, where it is just like normally this would be special features on a DVD, but since like Netflix and yeah. uh, other streaming service services have strangled physical media to death, uh, mm -hmm. we don't get this stuff anymore. We don't get like the deleted scenes or something. Right. All that said, I'll watch a four hour all this. <laughs> so would I. You, you know, would? even if it's just like. I, was, well, I mean, I haven't I was, seen the other one. I was pretty, I was pretty into Elvis. I haven't seen Elvis. I just think it's, it's funny. Pretty sweet. I think it's funny they existed. Um, real quick, Scott Bakula put out a statement about Quantum Leap. He said the, it was originally pitched to him to be involved, and he had to pass on it. Uh, uh. And he and he hopes that the new cast and crew are able to. He leave, he literally says like the spirit of the show is leaping around and walking a mile in someone else's shoes. And he hopes that the new show will do that. So okay. that's interesting. That that doesn't seem good. That seems like seems they gave him a script he didn't yeah. like. It seems very and he diplomatic. was like, nope. Yeah. Um, but, but he uh, still that's... gets a check, right? Wasn't he? Was he like ever like executive producer of like the oh, original uh, or anything? I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't think so. Yeah, he says he's not involved behind the camera either. Is how he put I it. I think it's so. just Scott Bakula's a class act, man. So. Yeah, back you love. <laughs> but yes, it also does sound extremely diplomatic. So that yeah. does raise my eyebrows a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, let's name some more patrons. Okay. Okay. Big thank you to Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Thank you. Thank you to the midnight patron with patrons at midnight. Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you. Thank so you much. to Andrew, the proud Satanist. How? Hail Satan! Thank you to Vincent. <laughs> Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Thank you. Thank you to Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Thank you. And thank you to Space McNulty. Oh, always. Uh, all right, let me jump in here. Thank you to your mom. Thanks. Thank you to Nolan Tooby Stark Harold Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Star Deserves More Hype McGuire. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to AJ. <laughs> I finally got it right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Yeah. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you. Thank you to the Ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Yes. Thank you to Funky J. <laughs> Absolutely. And thank you to Pie Guy. Always. All right. Mm. Dave. Rum. Dave. I'm a car. You scum. <laughs> you unbelievable I took scum. Medicine. I took cough medicine Dave, today. Shut your lips. All right. Open up your ears. All right. Because I need to know. <laughs> All right. If you have a movie that deserves more hype. All right. Yes. Oh I no! Do. <laughs> what luck? Oh boy, do I. 
Listen, this doesn't have a, a exact release date. It just says select theaters late 2022. So I'm guessing, a, you know, around the holidays. Uh, but boy, look out for this one. Uh, Leonore Will Never Die is the name of this movie. It's out of the Philippines, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, it's a first time Filipino director. Um, and it is a story of a of a. Uh, older lady who used to write like uh, Filipino action films, like cheesy seventies action, and she and then um, she's now her, past her glory days. Her one of her sons has died. Her other her other son is constantly like trying to get her to pay bills, and she's just lost in her head, uh, trying to write her final script. And then a TV hits her in the head and she goes into a coma in which she then lives out a like cheesy 70s action film where she's the star. Uh, it, it is very stylized. It's very cheesy on purpose. The people are describing like the soundtrack is spot on and stuff like that. It apparently has uh, an emotional climax where like her real world starts like, you know, morphing into this world. It also apparently is a, a political commentary from the Philippines because the Philippines def also had a, uh, a, a a very common problem that America has, which is like celebrities becoming um, politicians, mm -hmm. which is what they're currently they have their own Trump to deal with. So apparently it's it's there's also a narrative about that, about how we like somehow like fictional strongmen are uh, idealized like politically. So it looks really interesting. What do you guys think of this? It looks it looks so cool. I I immediately was just like, what is this? And then realizing that it was gonna be like a weird, artsy but like fun. Uh, it just looks so good, and I'm definitely gonna watch it and cry because it also looks like yes. it's gonna like get you like just. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks so it, good. Yeah, it, it does look yeah. so fucking. It looks really fun. Like the trailer is really fun. It's weird and it's like smashing together of all these different kinds of like uh, B genres from like the seventies. Mm -hmm. uh, it just, but yeah, and like Star was saying, it looks like there's this really strong uh, emotional undercurrent to it. This just looks really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. It, I would say, tonally. I'm not saying it's anything like it because we're just going by a trailer, but I, I fully expect it to be kind of like an everything everywhere all at once yes. where it's yeah. not in the, not in the same plot, but where it's ridiculous over the top. And also you're crying. Yes. Like that's what it looks like. Yes. It's only got 2000 views, at least like the, the official trailer. Um, Leonor will never die. Uh, yeah. Check it Leo out. Leo nor those two words. Will never die. It really, it this really needs to uh, get more. More people eyes. need to see it. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it truly deserves more hype because this yeah. is a super unique trailer. I'm also a yes. fan of like movies where like the lead character is just like an older lady who's just like, oh, you just you look like someone I would see at the grocery store. You know, like you like. Oh yeah. It's just like oh this this feels right. Yeah. It reminds me there was like a tweet of someone like, I'm sick of the chosen one being like a young man. Make the chosen one like a 40 year old mother of three who doesn't have time for it. <laughs> like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> the director is um, Martika Ramirez Escobar. Uh, it, uh, she's only done like short 
films before this. Uh, and I'm super curious about this career. Like this, I, I don't know. This just looks fucking great. Uh, so yeah, everybody check it out. Yeah. Yes, Sweet yes. pick, Dave. Thank you. Um, and folks, that's a sode. We've done it. Huzzah. Woo. Woo. Star, <laughs> thank you so much for being on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. thank you. Uh, tell them some stuff. What do you want to plug? Where can they find you? Um, uh, I will say I'm going to plug my art shops. Can't, if you guys want like cool little drawings or a lot of stickers, go to starleenarts.com. And if you're, if you happen to be Jewish and you want some like Jewish stickers coming up for Rosh Hashanah, go to atarasarena.com and you could get your Judaica stickers there. Those are my two, my two little plugs for today. Awesome. Sweet. Now, Dave, you go, you uh, tell them some stuff. Okay, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, you can go on there, you can, for just $5 a month, you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Those are all on there. Uh, we also watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. Uh, that'll be the night this comes out, so check it out. Yeah, one of them will probably be the School of Good and Evil. Um, yeah. We also have a store. <laughs> uh, head over to GameFlanEmployed.com where you'll find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, stickers, posters, mugs, all sorts of things. So uh, slap your Good and Evil peepers on those. Do it. Do it. Do, Do it. it. <laughs> all right. Uh, say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.